buckle up. You are listening to Musicians and Beyond with Lahorn and Sarabian, where we bring you the backstage info on the life, lyrics, and long journeys of the music industry. Mark, how you doing today? Could not be better. I'm here in studio with you, and I, uh, this is where I feel at home. Yeah, excellent. We um, have an incredible guest coming up today, and she has a really cool story to tell us. But let's uh, rewind a week and go back to Emmanuel Pastuccia. The Italian cowboy. He is a character. He's the lead guitarist of Creed Fisher, and he's in the middle of doing a nationwide tour. He said he's scheduled to play in every single state in the United States. Yep, he's uh, living down in Texas. He's from uh, just outside of Rome, uh, Italy, yep. and playing in a country band. Uh, he's got all things going right there. Yeah, he's a great guy, great guy. And today we have Jordan Quinn in studio with us. And, uh, you know, she's got a lot going on. She plays multiple times a week all over New England and sometimes outside of New England. And uh, Jordan, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. This is great. I'm nervous. Why are you nervous? I don't know. Like we were, I was doing fine, and then you hit the record button. Now it's like, oh, oh, don't, don't worry about it. Well, yeah. the audience may remember she wasn't that nervous last time she was here in studio with us. Well, right. I had my Monster Energy drink. I was ready to go. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, so Jordan, you're playing all over New England. About how much time do you spend playing around? How many times a week? Actually, this summer, I believe I have one day off. Wow. This entire summer. So I'm playing every day. That's amazing. Yeah. It's, amazing. it's fun. I mean, why not, you know? Yeah. In the hours. Are you doing mostly originals or covers, or how is this I working? I do mostly covers, um, and then I'm also in um, a few different bands, and we do weddings and private parties and all that fun stuff, but it's mostly cover stuff. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. I kind of took a break from the original writing but when i was sick last week i did write a new song you did yeah are you gonna play it for us later no no <laughs> uh, I, I haven't even shown my dad yet not wow quite, not well you could debut it time. you could debut it right here on Do musicians and beyond no it's still kind of boring it's a cool concept i really like it's um i think i'm gonna call it rose it's like about like rose colored glasses and how they kind of you know Blinded by love, whatever. Nice, nice. So how do you write a song? Um, I start lyrically. I think the lyrics are the most important. Um, I would consider myself a good writer, so and I, I enjoy it. Um, so I start kind of just writing a poem, or if something's on my mind, I just kind of take the concept of it and just write about it or just vent, and then I go through and I see which lines I like, and then I just kind of go from there. The, the one I did last week, I, I had, it's actually from Dream World. It was kind of like, a, like an ironic take of Dream World, because well, Dream World's about my ex, and he's my ex now. So it was kind of like a little <laughs> ironic kind of, oh, how the turntables. Um, you know what I'm trying to say? I don't know what I'm trying to say. Anyways. I had that written, and then it's. I had it for like a few months, and I just kind of let it sit there, and then I, I went back to it, and I reread it, and I, it was still kind of like in a venting, sentencing kind of form, and so I just took them, and I made them into lyrics. 
Yeah. Did you like that explanation? Great explanation. Thank you now, let so me ask you, much. When you started writing, <laughs> was it you just keeping a journal and learning how to write songs, or did you go through the educational process and go through formal studying? Of no, I never studied never that. Did. No, I just kind of winged it. Yeah. And came up with your own yeah. style. Good. Yeah. And, and you mentioned Dream World. That is an yeah. album that you just released. Um, a single, yeah. Yeah, a single yeah. not too long ago, and that's available on all major platforms. Yes, it is. So you would look up Jordan Quinn. Yeah. Dream World, yeah. yeah. I'm still trying to figure out. I love Dream World, but I was trying too hard to sound like popular artists these days, and I just don't think that's the sound that I want. So I'm still trying to figure out the sound. You can you can also find Dream World on our website, yeah, in our podcast and on our uh, Spotify playlist. Yeah. I mean, for my first song, it's not horrible. Yeah. I think it's pretty fun. I, it was a great song. I downloaded it. Cost me ninety nine cents. Uh, I can give you a dollar right now. No, that's okay. You hold on. <laughs> Thank you. I'll Thank, split thanks it. for all. You give him fifty cents. I'll give him fifty cents. Right. Oh that's my cool. god, you guys! <laughs> Why is it always picking on me? We weren't. Offering we were no? to help you. Never. Okay. Not me. Cool. So, how did you get into music? Honestly, um, it was from my dad. I think I was in third grade, and he got a little pamphlet in the mail. Yeah looking for little munchkins. There was like a community theater doing The Wizard of Oz. And my dad was like, you want to be a munchkin? I was like, sure. And I didn't get uh, a, a munchkin that had a line or a singing part, and I was very upset about it. Mm -hmm. um, and so I always made it a goal to make sure I got a singing part or, <coughs> or a line, you know, a little featured part. And then I just stayed in theater because I love theater. That's yeah. my thing. Let's remind our audience and those listening at home that Jordan has been a past guest of us, mm -hmm. and we met her up at uh, Red's Kitchen and Tavern in Seabrook during the Seabrook Idol Contest. Yeah. Which you've done how many times? Just once. Just I once? was supposed to do it again, but I got six. That's right. Yeah. That's it. So you yeah. so made her friendship up there. We were lucky to watch her at, and, and sit with the Drevis family and uh, be their guest with Ray Bork and John Drevis. And uh, take part in that program. It was a lot of fun up there. It's Did so you fun. enjoy it? Of course. Yes. And would you go back again if you were invited? I again? actually would. Yeah. Maybe not to compete. Maybe to just kind of experience. I don't know. Yeah. I I think I'm too insecure to compete. Like I just compare myself too much. I just don't. That's interesting because you don't come yeah. off as a, a person that's not confident. You come off very confident. I try to. I mean. My little alter ego. Um, no, I'm I'm actually a very insecure person. Um, and it's always like, I don't know, I just found myself constantly comparing myself to them. And uh, I never actually see, like, there's, you can have two singers in the room and they both can sing. And the majority of people will be like, oh, yeah, but this one's better. And I just don't do that. Like, I don't know if I just don't have the ear for that. Because, like, I just don't hear... I just don't hear things like that. Like, I don't hear the, oh, I like, like, this voice is better than this one. I just don't hear it. So when I do competitions, it's like, oh, she was really good. Like, she's probably going to win. Because I just don't hear the difference. Right. Yeah. I just don't, I don't know why. You enjoy it rather, yeah. than, rather than allow it to cloud you with a competitive yeah. nature. Yeah. yeah. Nothing wrong with that. So I think that's why I get so competitive because I don't hear the difference in, my voice versus others it's just constantly like oh that person was really good like how am i going to beat that and then it 
It's my own insecurities that make me upset at competitions. Well, you don't have any reason to be insecure. You, I, I try. You're very talented. Good songwriter. Incredible voice. Thank you. So we're going to talk about some things that you have up and coming. But first, I think, do you have a, a song that you'd like to grace our audience with? Sure. And what song are you going to do? Which song do you want me to do? Something from the 60s. What a setup. <laughs> sure thing. I wonder what song I should do. Looking up on the morning rain. I used to feel so was Jordan Quinn. You can find all the information about her on www.itsjordanquinn.com. Yeah, that's right. Right? See, I that's did my homework. Excellent. Right? So we can go to that website. We can download your music. Yes. You can buy swag. You can uh, find out where you're going to be playing. I don't have merch. I don't know. You don't I have sh- merch? I know. I should. I was wondering why you came in Maybe here empty-handed. Maybe for the show. Maybe for the show I'll do some merch, but yeah. yeah. So let me ask you, you said maybe for the show. 
That song comes from a show that you're going to be doing soon? Yeah, I'm producing a show. Let's hear about it. I am producing a show. It's called Queens. Um, it's a tribute to the most beloved female artist in the music industry from 60s to present day. Um, and I actually, I wanted, because I grew up in the theater industry, I wanted to do a more theatrical approach with it. And my dad and I would talk about how to go about it. You know, should we have a narrator? Should we, I don't know. And it was like kind of taking an educational approach to it of like, oh, like these women influenced the 60s by doing blah, 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 blah. And like I would sing Aretha Franklin and then I'd be Jordan Quinn again and like, talk about the era and it just didn't work um so i actually literally a few days ago came up with this cool idea um where the set is a bedroom and all the costume pieces are throughout like sorry throughout the the stage so there's like i don't know a scarf hanging off the mic stand and a sweater draping over the amp the guitar amp um and it kind of looks like this disheveled room but it's really my room when I was a little girl pretending to be all these different women and just like dressing up and like you know when you're like little and you get your friends together and you're like oh mom dad like we just came up with this show like we want to show you we're going to put on this show for you and you like do like costumes and all that fun little thing so it's kind of that idea behind it so I'm never myself like I'll go and do I don't know she works hard for the money. And every song is from a specific live show. So Donna Summer, she works hard for the money. Her live performance at the Grammys um, is the version that we're doing. And so I have a backup singer, and she's going to basically do, like, the intro to Donna Summer's Grammy performance of the announcer being like, oh... This is Donna Summer. She just won blah, 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 this award. So it kind of takes the audience to each individual performance instead of, like, doing She Works Hard for the Money and then going into Dolly Parton. It's just like, oh, that was Donna Summer, and now I'm going to do Dolly Parton. And Dolly Parton used to work with Whitney Houston, and Dolly Parton actually wrote I Will Always Love You. Like, instead of doing that, it's like I do the Donna Summer performance, and then all of a sudden I'm in my country accent doing Dolly Parton's intro to 9 to 5, and I'm Dolly Parton instead of Jordan Quinn singing. It's cool. It's like a cool little... Yeah, you put a lot of time and effort into yeah. this whole production. She goes from Jordan Quinn, singer-songwriter, to Jordan Quinn, singer-songwriter, producer, director, set designer. Yeah. Actor. Well, I went to school for acting and directing, so I have, I have that um, education, and I just love that stuff. Yeah. That's... That's where it is. And, and now I'm actually excited because it's it's different. It's not like a typical tribute show that's, you know, kind of a concert feel. It's more of like, it's like, it's 25 different women, so it's 25 different concerts, basically. That makes sense. Yeah, 25 different performances. Yeah, I, I, in one night. I love the concept. I love, I think it. it's I love really the way fun. you transformed it. Yeah, so I'm, I'm thinking maybe in the beginning getting like a little kid recording where it's like a blackout and it's like mom dad like i want to show you like we did this per- yeah you know like something along those lines i think would be really fun just to kind of bring the audience into it as like mom and dad watching their kid 
It's kind of fun. I think it's fun. It's a great idea. I think it's cool. It is a cool idea. I'm excited. Yeah, and your next show, uh, September 16th at the Strand Theater in New Hampshire. Yeah, Dover. Yeah, Dover, New Hampshire. And yes, it is. there is some tickets left, but I understand they're selling quick. So mm-hmm. I think anyone that's interested in seeing Jordan Quinn, and if they go to the, uh, the website, your yeah. website or the Strand Theater website. Yeah, if you go to my website, you go to the Queen's little sub page, drop down, whatever. Words are hard for me. Um, <laughs> um, you can find the link there or if you just go to the strandover.com. Awesome. And you have quite a few women that you are doing uh, a tribute to. Yes. How did you pick those women specifically because there's so many women that have done so much for music yeah. in the past it was basically man some of it had to do with just like who i love and i mean it's my show so it's just like songs that i love to perform but a lot of it is like i did a lot of research into how these women actually affected the music industry you know like lady gaga brought techno into the music industry and um Dolly Parton with her little nail instrument thing. And there's just like so many little details that all of these women contributed to the to the music industry that made it evolve into what it is today. Mm-hmm. That um, that's how I picked them. And like Joni Mitchell with her lyrics and chord progressions. You know, we do um, Help Me by her um, in the show. Um, yeah, there's just little little details in there. What other women are you highlighting? You have Pat Benatar, Dolly Parton, Shania Twain. I do have Shania Twain. Ella Fitzgerald. I do have Ella Fitzgerald. I have Whitney Houston, Dolly Parton, Shaka Khan, Donna Summer. Uh, Did we say Tina Turner? Tina Turner is in that. I'm excited for that right? one. Right, that's going to be good. Uh, there was a song that I had for her, and then I switched it. When she died, um, I did a lot of research on her, and I wanted to do Missing You, but it's technically not her song, so I didn't feel that it was right. So I'm actually doing her nine minute and 58 second performance of, of Proud Mary. I am so excited for that. That's going to be... I'm so excited. You're going to do the full night. I'm going to do the whole thing. Wow. Yep. All right. The whole speech thing that she does at the beginning, the choreo, everything. What's another song that you'll be f- performing that you might want to do for us today? Um, okay. I want... Okay. Let me back up Let's here. do a different era. We did the 60s. Yeah. Can we bump up to the 70s? 70s. I have... So I prepared um my backup singer i tried to highlight everybody has like a highlight so like my guitar player his highlight is crazy on you um with the big acoustic guitar solo at the beginning of that and then my my backup vocalist genesis is going to be doing adele she's doing rolling in the deep i have a more present day song from adele that i had prepared and then i also have Christina Aguilera, I go back and forth if I want to add her to the show or not. I know. Because she kind of was She's important. a big deal in the music for, industry. I know. For vocals, like all her riffs, um, she really brought the game with that. And a lot of you know female artists nowadays, like Ariana Grande, who came after her, 
um, and Mariah Carey, they all work really hard to do all those riffs and stuff. So I, I have Christina Aguilera prepared for you today. Well, we would love to hear Christina Should Aguilera. Should I put her in the show? Absolutely. Right? How could he not? Yeah, I know. I know. Well, let's hear the song, and then we'll, we'll put it to a vote. Yeah. Yeah, we could do that. I mean, it probably wouldn't be this song. It could be this song.
Jordan Quinn. So just listening to the words and really listening to them, yeah. it's a very inspirational, female-inspired song. There's so many songs to do. It's a good problem to have. It I, that's it, it, There are so many songs to do and so yeah. many women that you, you probably think, should I add them? Should I? Who, who are the other women that you're contemplating or have given thought to? That's a great question. Um, there is a list. Linda Ronstadt is in there. It's yeah. not her. Um, but there's a few women in that era. It's not. Car- I have Carly Simon. The best part of that is you can always come back and do a part two. Well, that's the idea. I have I have a second list of women. Um, so then it's kind of like I have this huge. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Catalog. Thank you. Yes, catalog of of women and then kind of every show it's a little bit different you know because then we can still pay tribute you know even though last week maybe i didn't do carly simon this week i can still make sure she's in there yeah mm-hmm. yeah so you're saying if i went to the show this week and next week it's two different shows it could be excellent it could be Absolutely. it's basic it would basically be the same but there might be a few different replacements here and there blondie carol king Joan Jett. Blondie. I don't have. I have Joan Jett. I have Carol right. King. The Bengals. There you go. <laughs> um, I have Heart. Hearts in there. There's so many. So that shows September 16th at the Strand Theater. Dover, the, New Hampshire. Dover, New Hampshire. There is some tickets still available. Did you get yours? Uh, no, I'll, I'll be away. Right. Rude. Uh, right. I, I go away once in a while. Jordan, I wouldn't miss it for the world. I, I know you wouldn't. I'll be there. That's why I'll there bring is. all my little my children with me. They'll and love my it. My name's not Jordan to you. Oh, that's right. It's uh, JoJo Q. It is JoJo. Stage name JoJo <laughs> Q. Q. Jojo Q. <laughs> I thought well. we were going to keep that between us. <clears throat> it is between. It's between us and your yeah. and your fans. And our fans, we have a lot of them. We do. We've been broadcast. This is unbelievable. Tell me. It, you ready for this? Yes. We have been broadcast in 41 countries. I saw that. 41 I saw countries. Coffee. People listen to us. No, I, we're, we're very impressed. And, and we I appreci- loved the silence. <laughs> the silence. I've been to 39. He, he does this to me. Uh, no, we appreciate each and every one of our video watchers and listeners. And if they That's go on, really cool, it's guys. cool. And like, we appreciate actually. anyone that listens to this to make sure they follow us on Instagram and Facebook yeah. and YouTube and all those things and follow you as well and find out where, you know, what's going on. Because we get some pretty cool stuff going on. I know. Yeah. I'll say that one of the things that, that I think I'm proudest of is, is the diversity of guests. And that's what I think what increases that that oh for sure uh, that yeah. universe you know mm-hmm. and everyone's music no matter what kind of music it is we've had all genres we've had a uh, a guy that lives in Africa and he does African drums drums Wait, yeah. really yeah it's really and he, cool and he makes them out of uh, he's, he's in Uganda and he makes them out of uh, native trees and for every one he takes down to create an instrument he plants another yeah. That's it's really cool. cool. We, and then we had uh, Colm Gavin from uh, Ireland. 
um, you know, so we've had people from all over the so world cool. as guests. And uh, so yes. you, you've really made it, you know, to the pinnacle of your career, being on Musicians and Beyond yeah. with us, Jordan. JoJo Q. Yeah. You know? What kind of celebrity did you call me? What kind of what? What kind of celebrity did you Quasi call me? Quasi-celebrity yes. is what John Ladies said. and gentlemen, you heard it here first. You heard it here first. <laughs> she has never made it been. to the quasi-celebrity status that she's always dreamed of. Thank you so much. It's an honor. <laughs> Uh, foot and mouth. I'll never live that one down. Thank you guys for rebringing that up. It's yeah, like pour, pour salt right in that wound. It's that's good. awesome. I love it. I yeah. think that's hilarious. But this is what we do. We come exactly. in, we talk to people and find out their background. People have made it to the top of the food chain in the music industry, but they are still people. You come in yeah. and you told us that, you know, you're a little bit nervous, uh, which... It's interesting because kids out there that want to be musicians, they may, may feel that nervousness, and now they may know that it's a natural oh, occurrence. it's so normal. It just means that you care. Yep. That's all it means. Yeah. So you're, you are a human, and you know, you've come through some uh, struggles that other people may have. Yeah. I actually, I get annoyed with myself when I go to a performance and I'm not nervous, because that means I don't, like, so, like... You can say it. You, I at may that point, say it seems like you don't give a shit at that moment. Right, but but I know, but I know subconsciously, like my body just like doesn't actually give a f, um, which like bothers me because I always want to care, but at times you're just tired. Well, you're out it there happens. six <laughs> days a week at least playing, so I can I see why you're tired. And it. Yeah, but honestly, no. Like, if I'm not nervous, I am upset with myself because. Um, it just gives you that extra oomph, you know, and it really puts you, puts everything out there. Yeah. Well, I think it takes a special person anyways to get up in front of sometimes hundreds of people and knowing that they are, everyone's focused, everything on you, and that's that alone could be a little nerve-wracking. The bigger the crowd, the easier it is, believe it or not. Really? Because it's just, yeah, the more intimate it is, is that singular see. focus you feel rather than yeah yeah and then when it's just like a bigger crowd it's like there's just so many people that you can't really comprehend that there's yeah. that many people watching you that it's almost like your body just puts a blindfold on and it just doesn't even matter there's just because when you're in an intimate setting, it's like, oh, this person might come up to me and, and say something judgmental or like, or I can see that you're being judgmental on your face, whereas you're on stage in front. It's just like there's so many people and so many different opinions that they have that it just doesn't matter yeah. because there's just so many. It just dilutes it almost. Yeah. And what does it feel like being up? in front of crowds and having everyone sing along with oh, you. Oh, it's so fun. Right? Those are my favorite. Blue Ocean is my favorite. It's also helpful, too, because the stage lights, you can't actually see anybody when you're up there. So that makes it easier. But when I have to admit, it's making it easier for John and I. With these stage lights here, we can't see our audience that well either. So right. it does make you feel... It takes and that so discomfort. there's so many out there. Yeah. That <laughs> you guys give yourself an applause. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for coming, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's really fun because at the end of the day, we're all sharing music and we're all just enjoying it. And that's 
That's what it's about. Yeah. You know? And you could do it every day and fun. you still never yeah. know everything. There's still always an ability to learn. Of course. Yeah. Which is an interesting thing about music. When, when you are up on stage, uh, who, who are you performing with next? Who are you opening up for? Who do you have coming up? Um, July 28th, I am at Blue Ocean again. I am opening for Foreigner's Journey um, with a sneak preview of the Queen's show. Oh, excellent. So I'm really excited. Yeah, we're kind of um, highlighting the 80s because Foreigner's Journey is like 80s era. <clears throat> um, so we're highlighting that area, but I do bring that audience through 60s to present day. So I'm excited. So okay. opening up for Foreigner's Journey, July 28th. July 28th. Excellent. It's sold out, 700 people. Wow. Already sold out? Yep. That's awesome. Very exciting. Yep. Good for you. So fun. That should be a lot of fun. And, and uh, past guests of ours uh, from? Foreigner's Journey. Yeah. Uh, so we've, we've got Kevin. some friends there. Kevin is going to be on. Um, He's Kevin so Alexander. good. Kevin Herrera, yeah. Great guy. A lot um, of fun. Your dad. Yeah. You've mentioned him a few times, and I want to go back to that. Uh, how important has he been to your moving forward in your, in your career? Everything. I love my dad. I'm going to get emotional. You know, you get, it, you um, get that from you because you've mentioned him, and that's why I, it was important for me to go back to that because yeah. you started off the show before we even spoke on, on, on air. Mm -hmm. We were talking about your dad's influence and, and the impact. He's critical of your performances. Of course. He's involved in helping you create. That's got to be pretty special to share that with him. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know what to say. Is he musically inclined as yeah. well? Okay, mm -hmm. good. So he plays? Yep, he plays piano. Um, and growing up, I lived in Connecticut, so when I would visit him, um, one of the biggest things that we did together was, was he would play piano and I would sing. Um, and that was just like what we did to bond, and yep. it's still what we do Does he ever come bond. up on stage when you're out performing? No, he has stage fright. Come on. Yeah. we got to get him over that. Maybe brighten the lights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, he, he has stage fright. Um, but I think he enjoys, he likes, he likes performing. Um, and I think he kind of enjoys almost um, doing it through me kind of an idea. Because um, he basically gets to help me with everything without getting on stage your dad's name is tom tom so here's what we're going to do the next time that jordan comes in the studio to visit with us we're going to invite you to come in you play the keyboards for her while she performs we would love to have you come in and sit with us and show us that bond between father and that daughter would be so fun dad please he's gonna have to he's gonna have to now he's on the yes. spot he's, yeah. he's on the to. spot yeah <laughs> people only get one chance to be on musicians and beyond you know right well some people get to right and apparently so the next, get a third. That's right. The next <laughs> segment in your career at the next stage when you're about to announce something else, we look forward to getting you back in here. So, yeah. And so that fun. is going to be the perfect time to have Tom step in front of the audience here. Excellent. So besides the Queen's show, which has taken up a yeah. huge part of your life now, yeah. what else is going on? Are you doing any writing or anything? I took a break because doing the Queen's show, there are specific artists in it that I want to replicate. And I was talking to my buddy, and a lot of the time I find it difficult to figure out my why. And um, Chad LaMarche, who trained me, um, he has this program called Get Gig Ready. 
and he trained me. And the first lesson that he taught me was to figure out your why. Like, why are you doing this? Because that's what's going to push you and motivate you to continue to do it when you're having hard days. And before I came up with the, you know, theatrical approach to Queens and all that fun stuff, I was having a hard time figuring out my why. And I figured out that my why is to bring back that music because there's so much thought that goes into it. And I feel like nowadays there's just such a rush to get a new song out and a new album out and go on tour because you don't make money from making music now. You make money from touring. And I feel like a lot... I don't want to be mean, but I feel like a lot of... I'm not saying the product's bad, but a lot of music now, it just feels rushed. It's the same four chord progression, the whole song. There's nothing different about it. So I took a step back from writing because I want to learn from these females that I'm doing tribute to and like actually do tribute to them by taking their influence and putting it into my work. You know, instead of just performing their songs, like I want to bring back those funky chords from At Last and and Whitney Houston's soulful vocals. Like I want to bring that stuff back because it's just not in the, it's just doesn't exist anymore. Um, and that's how you really pay tribute, you know, you keep that going. Um, so long answer, uh, no, I'm not writing right now. <laughs> no, well, I mean, that's cool that I'm you don't... I'm still learning. That's cool that you are putting a lot of thought into it. You're not just getting yeah. up there and performing. You are doing it justice, like you said. And I will say the one artist I think nowadays that is still using the influence of past female artists would be Adele. She keeps those beautiful melodies and the soulful voice and the great lyrics and the complex music behind it. Yeah. Excellent. That's pretty cool. And it's good that you're being introspective and, and taking time out to look at that and, and yeah. survey it. And, because uh, that's what I want to create. I don't want to... I love Dreamworld, but it's not complex enough for me. Like, I want... I just want more. And I think that's why I like musical theater so much, because the music in musical theater is so complex and so emotional, and I think that's, like, what we're lacking in today's. It, there's just no time put into it. There's no real emotion. It just sounds like made up stories kind of. Yeah. Well, I can see it while you perform the two songs in here that you really get into it. Yeah. That, that you're not just singing it, you're yeah. feeling every every note. I think um do you think you want to sing one more song for us? Yeah. Let's do it. I'm speaking of Adele, I'll do Adele. I'll do Adele. <laughs> Bring myself 
It's like having our very own Doc Severinsen here in our studio on our show. I love it. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Jordan Quinn. You can find out more about her at www.itsjordanquinn.com, and you can find out about her up-and-coming show, Queens, on the Strand Theatre website. Yeah, we want to that thank you. Yeah, thanks for coming and sharing you, all guys. that beautiful music, the inspiration, um, all the stories, the backstories. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm personally looking forward to this show. Really? Yeah. Are you going to come? I'm going to come. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm going nice. to try to get my teenage kids to come with me. And Heck yeah. I will be there. That's going to be, be there. fun. It's going to be fun. I'm very I'm excited. excited. Yeah, that's good. Thanks, guys. It should be a wonderful show, and everyone should be looking forward to it. Yeah, so again, we want to thank you. Thank you. You know, um, we had a lot of laughs before, <laughs> during, <laughs> and after. Uh, like, like Mark likes to say, you know, people come in. There's that AI it, in him. <laughs> <laughs> good catch, you know. You know time. That's yeah. good. Yeah. I'm here for you, Joe. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. So, no, we appreciate it, and we appreciate earning these friendships that we we earn by having these people in the studio. And, you know what? Speaking of friends, I'm, I'm looking forward to a couple of our friends hearing this episode, and then uh, we should get Jordan to, to talk to them at some point on their podcast, which is another Sunday podcast, Jerry and oh, Debbie. Um, Debbie Catalana and uh, Jerry DeVilla. Great friends, great podcast. They have gotten us a few guests, uh, have sent people over to us. We've sent some friends over to them. It's a wonderful collaboration that we're enjoying with each other, but... Um, Jordan Quinn may uh, be next on their show or, and uh, a future guest, but good friends of ours, Debbie and Jerry, thank you for always supporting our show, Musicians Beyond, on your show. It's another Sunday podcast. Yeah, so Jordan, thank you again, and thank, thank you, you so much for being our friend. Thank you for being did my you just, friend. Did you just take my line again? I did. I stole your line. <laughs> I can't make up my own stuff. <laughs>